Welcome to the Protos podcast. Today's date is Friday the 25th of February and you're listening to our weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week a coal-fired power plant in Montana has been brought back to life to mine Bitcoin. Facebook, Amazon and YouTube are all losing top executives to blockchain and crypto brands with deep pockets. And a hostage taker in Amsterdam who demanded a $230 million crypto ransom has been run over by a cop car. But first, we start in the US, where Bitcoin has resurrected a coal-fired power plant that will power 30,000 mining rigs. As reported by The Guardian, the 115-megawatt Harding plant in Montana was originally scheduled for closure in 2020 after being operational for a mere 46 days. Anna Hedges, co-director of the Montana Environmental Information Center, explained how they were just waiting for this plant to die. Hedges said, quote, they were struggling and looking to close. It was on the brink, and then this cryptocurrency company came along. The cryptocurrency company in question is Marathon Digital Holdings, a Nasdaq-listed Bitcoin mining firm headquartered in Las Vegas. Marathon managed to leverage power generated by the coal plant to mine Bitcoin for 236 days last year. In 2021's first quarter, the facility reportedly expelled more than 180,000 tonnes of carbon dioxide, a 500% increase from 2020. Hedges put it more critically, saying, This isn't helping old ladies from freezing to death, it's to enrich a few people while destroying our climate for us all. If you're concerned about climate change, you should have nothing to do with cryptocurrency. It's a disaster for the climate. While Marathon's efforts are spread across multiple sites, the company reported mining over 3,000 Bitcoin, equivalent to just over $125 million last year, a figure up 846% from the 338 Bitcoin generated in 2020. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency miners have been flocking to the US since the Chinese government's embargo on all things crypto last year. And with it, Bitcoin mining has inspired the revival of several ailing coal power plants across the US, including Pennsylvania and Kentucky. But some American communities are wary of situations like the one inspired by Marathon in Montana. Concerns raised range from pollution and ecological damage to noise. Although Marathon's chief executive, Fred Thiel, had something else to say, quote, I understand the desire for some people to paint Bitcoin mining as the big bad boy, but on a comparison with every other industry out there, it's insignificant. Thiel explained that very few people in the energy sector were prepared to do business with Bitcoin miners. As a result, they're forced to look for so-called stranded assets, like the almost written off coal plants in Montana. In any case, Bitcoin mining has strained parts of the world's power supply, particularly in Europe and Eurasia, where several countries have either banned or limited mining in a bid to preserve their grids. And so any Bitcoin proponents are hoping that any stress is temporary, while hoping that surging demand will inspire greener and more efficient alternatives. For the time being, though, coal seems to be the go-to. Next up, blockchain brands are flexing their financial muscle to lure top executives from the likes of Facebook, YouTube and Amazon. Tech heavyweights are jumping ship for the chance to help build the crypto-centric internet ecosystem Web3. 
And in return, companies such as Polygon, Circle and Coinbase are handing out massive salaries and mouth-watering share packages. Coinbase, the top US crypto exchange, has posted software engineering roles that earn up to a staggering $900,000 per year, according to Social Network Blind. James Hallahan, director of UK and Ireland for Hayes Tech Division, told CNBC, as more crypto and web-free companies emerge, we expect the market for tech talent across all levels to become even more competitive. The outlet noted that blockchain startups raised more than $25 billion in venture capital in 2021, giving them plenty of cash to attract top talent. Checkbooks aside, crypto companies are relying on targets being unable to resist Web3's allure. The term is vague, but it generally refers to the blockchain-powered tech stack that many believe will one day democratise our internet experience and move it away from legacy tech corporations. Payroll software firm Deal's chief Alex Borziz explained saying, naturally people will want to work on what they view as the most exciting and innovative developments in the technology space. And currently, that is crypto and web free. Many are seeing it as the future of the tech industry, in the same way that Facebook and Amazon were attractive in the past. Now, certainly this looks to be the case. Established tech giants are indeed hemorrhaging top talent to their blockchain rivals. Last month, Novi's chief marketing officer, Charisse Torres, was poached by payment portal Circle, a move likely inspired by DM's untimely demise. Right now, Circle is looking to go public via a SPAC deal, and we'll see it reportedly valued at $9 billion. Another example is Amazon's general manager of Edge Services joining Winklevoss-backed crypto exchange Gemini back in January as its new chief technology officer. Not to mention Ryan Wyatt, YouTube's senior managing director and global head of gaming, who left to head up a new studio at Ethereum scaling solution Polygon. Speaking about the new web-free opportunity, Wyatt told CNBC, When I started at YouTube Gaming almost eight years ago, I was the first person there. We didn't have a team, and people were really starting to show interest in gaming videos. I look at this opportunity very much the same way. And finally, a 27-year-old man took over an Apple store in central Amsterdam this week, demanding a $230 million crypto ransom for a single hostage. But his criminal venture didn't last long, as he died in hospital after being mown down by a police car. The armed suspect, named by the publisher Hep Harul as Abdul Rahman Akkad, took control of the shop in the city's bustling light supply area on Tuesday. A tense five-hour standoff with police then followed. The outlet reported the situation ended when Akkad's 44-year-old Bulgarian hostage, an Apple customer, fled as the police delivered them water. The BBC highlighted that the victim was Bulgarian, while Dutch media had initially claimed they were British. In any case, the luckless perpetrator, an Amsterdammer, was struck by a cop-driven BMW while attempting to recapture him. Police had dispatched several special units to the Apple store to tackle Akkad, who wore military-style clothing and carried a number of weapons. Akkad reportedly fired on the police a total of four times, and while around 70 people escaped, the kidnapper held only one man at gunpoint. 
Police robots inspected the assailant and found that while he did have a small amount of explosives on this person, they were not ready to detonate. The chief of police praised the hostage, saying he has played a hero role. In a few split seconds, he escaped this hostage situation. Otherwise, it would have been an even longer night. In a statement, Apple thanked local law enforcement for their work in dealing with the hostage. They said, Our teams and customers took swift action and showed incredible strength and resolve today. And we are so thankful for the support and care that they've shown each other under such challenging circumstances. While Lacard sent selfies to news outlet 85 during the standoff, their motive isn't totally clear. And exactly in which crypto Akkad demanded the ransom to be paid hasn't yet been reported. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We realise there's only so much we can cover in under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, check out protoast.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protos podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other major provider for more weekly roundups.